Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. To the rescue. From the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, standing by Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Joseph Pinion on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Double B's. Double B's is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas for over the last 60 plus years. An Arkansas company for Arkansans. Double B's, where you gas it. Grab it and go. That's Double B's. And now, here's Joseph Pinion. Joe, a minute ago, I say a minute ago, but uh, actually it was yesterday, now I think about it. Uh, we were talking with Coach Matt Zimmerman, and in his experience, and Rick, you can weigh in back when you traveled with Arkansas basketball, you never went, in this case, to Georgia to play a game and not return back to campus and then head on to the next game, which would be tomorrow against Florida. So saying that, what kind of experience has this been leaving Georgia, getting into the wee hours of the morning there in Florida, Gainesville, Florida? What's it been like? Uh, you know, it's been a cool experience just being somewhere. Other than, you know, the cold and saying, you know, I really, I personally enjoy it a little bit, being a little warmer temperature. Well, you better enjoy it. You got something to wear when you land in Fayetteville coming back because it's really cold here. Yeah, it's pretty freezing. I'm scared. I'm scared of it. Mm-hmm. Well, what's practice been like since the game at Georgia? <clears throat> uh, you know, we still do the regular things that we do in practice. Uh, once SEC play starts, so, you know, we're just going through uh, the other team and just being a little bit of that practice, uh, practice stuff and just practicing that. How's the uh, Florida practice facility? Matt Zimmerman said the arena wasn't available because of gymnastics. What did you think of their practice facility? Uh, it's not bad. It's not obviously as good as ours, but, you know, it's not bad. Pretty, uh, pretty good place to be. <laughs> okay. I meant for that to happen here in a moment, not necessarily trying to see if we uh, can get a little better connection with uh, uh, Joseph. Kind of difficult, at least it is to me, to mm-hmm. totally understand yeah. what he's saying. So yeah. Yeah. we'll see if we can't kind of help clear that up here uh, in just a moment. So uh, those of us that sometimes are hard of hearing, we can hear him better. So... Um, Yep, maybe we can get some volume. Anyway, <clears throat> I know Gainesville, Florida is a long ways away, but uh, we're not doing this by telegraph, so. <laughs> no, we're not sticking cans out the window and nope. hoping Nothing that the sound like that. can reach that far. Uh, I'll read this one real quick while we read on Joseph again. Uh, this from our Gangster Museum of America Live Feed Feedback. Dave said, uh, can you ask your NFL guru what he thinks about Kraft Mayo? Will it be smooth and creamy transition or go rancid? <laughs> Mary. Was listening early in the show? <laughs> Mary Ann weighs in. We haven't heard from Mary Ann in a while. No. Mary Ann says, hey, Rick, I don't think coaches can legally donate to the collectives. Why? Why yeah, why not? Well, I think they can. Why not, Mary Ann? Yeah. I mean, I guess basically she's, Mary Ann's probably thinking because you'd be contributing to buying players for your team, but 
It's a supposedly it's a nonprofit tax deductible, so why couldn't you? Why not? We got Absolutely. Joseph back with us. All right. Uh, Rick, why did you ask Joseph right before we uh, put him on hold for a moment? Well, I was just asking. I think we didn't get you quite clear on the Florida practice. I think I just asked him about the Florida practice facility. I think he answered that question, didn't he? Oh, yeah. I think that was it. And then we asked him what practices were like. But I, I didn't quite get that answer too well, Joseph. Your your mic wasn't that good. Can you tell us again a little bit about practice yesterday and today? Uh, practice is just you know what we regularly do for SEC players to go over there, the opponent stuff, and then just basically. Uh, run through our plays and we get out of the gym, you know, have more time for our legs. Has there been a lot of shooting going on? Uh, Joseph, i got to believe a lot of the misses that are going on right now is really between the, the ears, but that's what I'm thinking. What Have you been doing a lot of shooting? I've definitely been shooting a lot during practices. Uh, you know, having more shooting breaks than they normally would have. So, you know, it's really uh, just trying to adjust uh, the other rooms here. And same thing for free throw shooting because, you know, other than uh, Mark, the free throw shooting wasn't that good the other night. Yeah, we definitely need to improve on our free throw shooting and adapt to other, other gym uh, rooms. It's all mental, is it not, Joseph? In my opinion, yeah, I feel like it's... Uh, Definitely more than All right, you've been going over the game plan. You mentioned that going over the Florida Gators. What what problems do you see that Florida will present uh, to you as a team? Uh, you know, they score a lot of points and they're really good offensive rebounding team. So we're going to have to really master their physicality and master speed to be able to play with them and to be able to beat them. Do you consider this team as being physical? Our team? Yeah. Uh, we haven't been as physical as we can. We're not We're not just a soft team, but, you know, we can definitely be more physical. I don't feel like we've shown uh, our full capabilities yet. Finesse. I, I think right now finesse is kind of what we've seen. Uh, Auburn really, I thought, cuffed around, uh, had, had their way physically in that game. A little bit better against uh, Georgia. In fact, uh, there was a highlight play that, if you want to call it physicality, I'm not sure, maybe athleticism, but the dunk that uh, on the follow shot by Bur- I mean by um, Brazil was simply amazing. I mean, he just went over everybody and uh, and threw it down. How difficult, Joseph? Have have you found? It seems like uh, I know that Bart Reed. I don't know if you've worked with Bart or not before, but Bart would like to see a, a faster tempo, maybe taking more shots. Do you see that as something that could be beneficial to this team? Uh, you know, with the athleticism that we have, I feel like it definitely should be something that would benefit us. Do you see any tricks like uh, uh, maybe some full-court pressure, maybe um, something to to help push up the tempo? Uh, you know, it's really, I just feel like we walk the ball up to many times after we get a rebound. After we take it out, uh, we got to advance it more to push the pace of the game. What have you been doing with your free time while you're down in Gainesville? Uh, not much. Going to look around a little bit, look at, see some of the different food spots here that you wouldn't normally see in the favor. You know, really just enjoying the warmer weather. I always liked Gainesville. I always thought it was a great. They got a little downtown area that's got a lot of good places to eat. I don't know how far you are from the arena where you're staying from the arena, but there's some really good places. A lot of good seafood down there if you like seafood. That is. Yeah, I've seen a couple of seafood spots in my favorite there. Really so, what is the expectation? High scoring game tomorrow? I mean, if you, if you look at. Um, the regular season numbers, this is a, in fact, the other night against uh, Ole Miss, I believe, uh, Florida scored right at 90. Of course, they gave up 100-plus, but are you seeing this as a high-scoring or maybe a low-scoring game? Uh, hopefully we can. Hopefully our score is very high and their score is very low, and uh, that's just really what I'm hoping for. Just really trying to get a win, 
uh, I don't really know what kind of girl it would be. Just, you know, just probably going out of it. Either way it goes, that uh, a W is what is necessary. Well, Joseph, we we appreciate you taking time out to visit with us. Good luck tomorrow as you take on the Florida Gators. Good luck, Joseph. Thank you, buddy. Thanks to the Double Bs, where you guys it, grab it, and go make it Double Bs. Uh, I, I didn't really get a chance to finish all that Marianne had to say a moment ago. Mm, okay. Uh, Marianne says... Steve was saying we don't want to hear all spring and summer how strong and physical they are until they prove it. Yeah, I get that. But what she did say to Trey is don't tell us they're going to be physical next year. And he put no qualifications on it. And so we don't know whether they'll be physical or not. They were not very physical this past year. We realize that, particularly on offense. I thought Trey was exactly right, and we've you know we can rehash. They only play 12 games. We can rehash them you know for the next 250 days, and it's not going to change anything. Yes, the defense was better uh, in the early part of the year, and even in the middle of the year. Uh, was it good the last uh, the last two conference games? No, it was horrible. Uh, but we did see improvement in the defense for much of the year, and maybe if the offense hadn't been so inefficient. Maybe the defense wouldn't have suffered the way it did down the stretch. Uh, offensively, you can say, you know, again, it's just hard to grasp this with Sam Pittman as coach because we all assume that even if they're horrible in every area, they'll be good on the offensive line. Offensive line could not knock people backwards. They weren't physical. Uh, did they make some mistakes in evaluating offensive linemen? Yes. Uh, has that been fixed? We don't know. They've brought in, what, four guys in the transfer portal on the offensive line. Will that help? We hope so, but we don't know that for sure. So uh, they could be more physical next year, but we don't know. It's too early to say they won't be. I think there's other there's another two-part to that. Development, I think lack of development was very obvious. And for those who know uh, what is quality fundamentals, uh, they were lacking in fundamentals. Hopefully, Mateos, the new offensive line coach, will correct the development part of it. In fact, correct all the other issues from lack of development, uh, from lack of physicality, uh, lack of uh, the basic fundamentals. I mean, these these are all necessary items. But I'm with those who keep asking about E. Marion Harris. Why is he not developing? I mean, that's just one name I just randomly picked out. But there's others that you could say, what's going on with these guys? They've been up for a couple of years. Uh, you'd think by now they should start contributing. But uh, then Marianne went on to say, you, you, and others hype them up every off season. And then reality happens when we play games. Well, I think there's some truth in that because I think Arkansas fans are normally optimistic and um, we can sense that. Trey Biddy looked at their talent last year and said it was the best roster that Sam Pittman had put together. And after the season is over, he still said that. You know, some things happened. Obviously, when Rocket Sanders went out early in the year, that that's a big blow. And, you know, would our, how many games would Arkansas have won that they lost had Rocket played? We, we don't know the answer to that. But maybe a little bit more. Uh, you get a couple other key guys hurt. K.J. Jefferson, for whatever reason, never was as good in this year's offense as he was in the previous offenses. Uh, could that have been better? Yeah, but did we anticipate that? No, didn't. But I, I will say this, Randy. I've already thought about this in light of not, and it has nothing to do with Marianne saying this. I'm not sure we should be all optimistic going into next year because we don't know how much better Arkansas will be if they will be better. It's a that's a that's a hard that's a hard thing to grasp. And I, I wrote these down the other day. I don't know if today shows the time to do it because I think it's uh, I think it's worth really diving into. 
I wrote down the SEC, the 16 teams in the SEC next year. Eight of them are in the preseason rankings by ESPN and Sports Illustrated. Arkansas, obviously, is not among those eight. Of the eight that aren't ranked, I thought about who has the who would have in the next year or two the best chance to jump into the top 25. And I just have to tell you, I didn't consider Arkansas as one of them that had the best chance. I figure Auburn, Hugh Freeze is going to call the plays. Maybe that will make a difference. Texas A&M because of the resources. And Florida because it's just hard to imagine Florida not having enough talent to come back. So at least five more teams. Arkansas, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Kentucky, and Vanderbilt. And basically, those five schools, and you can throw them in a hat, I think. Uh, you can put Vanderbilt, you can leave them out of the hat. But you can throw the other four into a hat and say, which of those four could be in the top ten next year? Because if anybody's top got ten? Top ten of the SEC. Oh, okay. I just named, well, actually, uh, it would be the number 12 team. And could you win six games and get to a bowl game? And basically, it's Arkansas, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Kentucky. Take your pick. You know, Kentucky keeps winning seven games every year, but not doing much more than that. South Carolina went down this year after being up. Mississippi State went down this year after being up. Arkansas went down this year after being up. So which of those schools can improve? remembering that who you play has a lot to do with it, too. So when we talk about Arkansas next year, I think it's pretty hard, no matter what we see, no matter what we see in in the spring and the preseason talent, to project that Arkansas is going to win eight or nine games, I think is a little out of line. That's just my opinion. Well, what is the most critical, important position always going into any season. Quarterback. Quarterback, yeah, but you better have an offensive. We learned last year. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying that's that's where you start, though. You've got to have a SEC caliber quarterback who you can believe make SEC caliber plays. Now, is that Chriswell? Is that Green, the transfer? Is that Malachi Singleton? Heaven forbid if it's K.J. Jackson. Nothing against K.J. Jackson, but that's a true freshman. But that's not to say he can't win the job. But you'd like to have some experience going into it. And outside of a series or multiple series against Auburn, and maybe a couple of series, nothing more than handing the ball off pretty much against Missouri, He didn't. Uh, Chris Will didn't get any SEC experience this year. No, no. So, it's your most critical position. You're going in there with the unknown. And then you speak of the offensive line. I mean, that that is, to me, quarterback is 1A, offensive line is 1B. Because we certainly found out this past season, no matter how good K.J. Jackson is. I mean, K.J. Jackson. K.J. Jefferson was. He couldn't do it by himself. And I'm not sure we'll know how good these receivers are because most times they're not. Jefferson didn't have time to throw them the ball. So there's still so many unknown questions. Now, my question would be, who, when it's all said and done, and now you're going to have to wait to almost the end of April to get this answer, who is going to, in the SEC, who is going to win the transfer portal? Ole Miss right now. Ole Miss is winning it now. Yeah, they're running away with it. Right. But you were talking about Kentucky. Kentucky's been winning big in the transfer portal. They've gotten several big-time transfers from the quarterback position to an offensive lineman here and there, defensive players. So they've been doing well, or at least it appears they have been. I, I don't know what the experts say, but... From what I can tell, they're doing okay. To me, when you get a Georgia or Alabama, yep, you get one of those players to transfer in. That's pretty good, and that's kind of what I'm basing it on. All right, we're gonna bring on Woo Pig. I got to tell you, you got about a minute and a half. So if that's not enough, Woo Pig, I'll put you on hold.
Well, I would like that, and I haven't been able to talk to you because I haven't heard what you've been saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. My uh, radio is not uh, yeah, the repeater's out again. Yeah, our transmitter went down. We're on auxiliary. Mm-hmm. Trying to find some short-term answers for that. Well, how much do I need? 25 bucks? I got 25 bucks. That won't even cover to have a boat <laughs> shipped. Wouldn't even get a phone call. No. Uh, listen, uh, I've been listening to all these things. Uh, I, I do want to stay on, but i just like to say pitiful. Pitiful. But at least it wasn't 30 points pitiful this time. No, there was some improvement. There was. It's the, they took too many threes and missed too many threes. But other than that, they they did improve in some areas. Well, when you start out and you can't throw a bucket in there and, you know, boom, missed it, boom, missed it, that's not a good sign. And we've done that too many times. We had to get rid of that problem. There, There is something that I'm sure if Eric Musselman could put his finger we'll pick something is not clicking something is not allowing this team to play as a team it's too much individuality both when oh, Arkansas well, has the basketball but especially when Arkansas is playing defense you don't see many rotations have a difficult time on the pick and roll and then once they even get in the pick and roll, the guys down underneath the basket, and maybe they're afraid of leaving the basket and giving up an easy dump-off pass for an easy layup, but they're not even contesting. Then they end up giving up a three-point, I mean a three-point, a mid-range jumper for an easy basket. Hang on, Whooping. i got to put you on hold. All right. I said I got started. All right, Drive Time Sports. Mary Ann says Kentucky has won nine to ten games recently. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their game balls and jock straps on the zone from ten to one. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501-794-2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for game balls and jock straps only on 1037 The Buzz. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch. Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics. Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. For a free insurance review, see Shelter Agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Helm in Little Rock or Bo Beavis in Cabot. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone from their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine blt wedge salads to hand cut prime steaks they aim to cater everyone and that's not all upstairs at the old bank you can enjoy live entertainment tuesday thursday and saturday with trivia comedy shows karaoke live music and more old bank in downtown russellville roger scott i'm gonna talk to you about sigma supply packaging products and how they think outside the box Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. 
Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Do you need Rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8. 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8. 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving Arkansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. We talk about First Security Bank being only in Arkansas, but we also talk about First Security being all across Arkansas. With 75-plus banking centers, we always say there's one near you. How about Bull Shoals, Centerton, Gasville, Judsonia, McRae, Pangburn, Prairie Creek. I mean, there's some locations, some areas I've never heard of before. But that means they are there to serve you if you're in that particular area. In most cases, it's a full service center. It's got an ATM where you can do and conduct all of your business. So when we say first security is all across Arkansas, we mean all across Arkansas. And if you need directions, download the free iPhone or Android app for location information that will be right at your fingertips. So all across Arkansas, that's first security bank. Remember FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas, that's first Security Bank. Let's go back to Woopig. Guess not. Uh, I have no idea who this is. I can't believe he left us. Woopig, he likes hanging on there. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, this is JW. I don't hey, know JW. Happened, uh, the, the phone was ringing, and then it just nobody picked up, and it just started playing the commercial. So I don't know how that happened. It's never happened before. It's a mystery. Hey, uh, all right, here, here's the question, man. I was listening to Trey, and he was talking about having defensive guys you need to plug in and play right now. Like, I think he said five or something. So my question goes, what happens to that freshman? Okay, the freshman seems like they don't get to play unless they're here for three years. Whether the transport portal is coming in, a freshman out of high school that did it, you know, like everybody else done it, but now it seems like they're they're, they're getting not – a chance to play. They're not going to get that chance unless you're like a superstar from Alabama or Georgia. If you're just, and it's kind of like, well, we have that guy, like I heard him naming off the line back, but we need somebody right now. Okay, how do you know you're somebody right now ain't sitting there? How do you, how do you know he ain't already there? Why does these, these freshman kids that come in and wait a year and still don't get to play because they're still hunting guys up in the portal? Do you think some of the portal movement is because, hey, look, they're not playing me. I've come here and did it the right way, and now nobody wants to play me, so I'm gonna, they want to go to they want to go shopping somewhere else, so I'll go shopping somewhere else. I'm just wondering how does the freshman, you know, I remember like even signing day used to be a big thing. I mean, it, it's not it's nothing anymore. I just uh, to me, money has ruined the, the sport. It's just it's it's it's, it's just money ruined thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to get your thoughts on the freshman that has to wait and wait, and you wonder why they're probably jumping ship and things like that. And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Good question, JW. 
probably happens, uh, and I'm sure he's talking about basketball because he addressed that with Musselman, and it happens more in basketball than it does in football. You're recruiting four- and five-star guys, and then if the next thing you know they don't play, then they leave. Uh, you think about, <clears throat> I think of the four-star players that uh, Musselman has recruited in the last four years. Correct me if I'm wrong, Randy. I think Joseph Pinion's the only one that did stay. Correct. Uh, the rest of them all left after a year, including a couple that didn't want to leave, but they did. And so, yeah, as long as you're recruiting the transfer portal and you want experience over uh, high school players, then that's going to happen. Now, the question is, do you ever get to a point where a high school player says, well, uh, I'm not going to go there your guys never play? Or do they do such a good job of convincing those high school players that they know how to get them to the pros, that, hey, if you are a if you are a one-and-done, you can be a one-and-done here and just do great. So maybe that's how they keep getting them. I don't know, but I, I think he's got a point. And, and the other point is, you're right, you, you bring them in from the transfer portal and you immediately think, okay, um, this guy's got experience, so maybe he's better. And you never, the, the guy, the freshman or the young guy that stays in your program never gets a chance to show that he is better. So it's a, it's it's definitely an issue. Um, I think, though, Rick, I think he was, J.W. was talking specifically about football. Oh, was he? Yeah, specifically oh, so. about football. Because football, they'll usually stay at least a year, don't you think? And you've, he, there were several uh, true freshmen that played some um and others, they purposely let them play in four games so they wouldn't lose this year by just playing in four games. But it's always been proven, J.W., almost proven 100%. You're just not going to see many offensive linemen, true freshmen, breaking the starting lineup in the offensive line in the no, SEC. No. Very rarely that's going to happen, even for Alabama. In some cases, because of maybe numbers that at that position, they can take advantage, but they're going to go through some rough spots. If you remember that, was it the left tackle for Alabama that got wore out? I think he was a true freshman. Yeah, he was. He and was. Uh, then there was a true freshman or two from A&M who went through, not this past year because they were sophomores, but who went through some growing pains last year. But it's rare. Now, the defensive front, if you've got the talent, and you prove it in practice, you may not be the starter, but you're gonna get some you're gonna get some reps. But what Trey was talking about, and I think this is kind of where you missed it just a little bit, JW, he said it's difficult to get by with just five defensive linemen. You needed more than that. Yeah. That, in his opinion, is rather thin. And I'm assuming he's talking defensive tackles. Uh, because I don't think he's including defensive ends. I think he's just talking about tackles. I'm guessing Trey thinks if you've got two spots, you need to be three deep. And maybe he's just talking the need for one more. Not sure. But i got to believe if you can play as a freshman, true freshman, if they don't play you, then I don't blame that kid. If he's capable of playing, I don't blame him for not hanging around. No, I agree. All right, let's try uh, Woo Pig again. Woo Pig, we just lost you. No, I lost you. I was trying to talk to my friend while I was on a commercial, and I'm not very telephone savvy. Ah. But I appreciate you letting me back on. Damon was awfully nice. He let me come come through. And you guys right. are, uh, I am jonesing big time because I haven't been able to listen to you for the whole year. We're going back to last year. Oh, mercy. Do we have yeah, enough time I to do that? that. I, I just hope things get... Th- I, I did drive around a couple times and got to listen to you on my radio and my... Uh, 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 anyway, trailblazer. But the main thing is, uh, it was still fuzzy. And, and usually those GM radios are pretty good. But uh, I'm just looking forward to getting this problem fixed. But overall, 
I mean, I'm looking at the Arkansas team, the basketball team, and we really hadn't put our stamp on anything. We haven't come out and put any uh, buckets in there early. We got to do that. Yeah, it'd be nice. To, it'd be nice to be ahead six to nothing instead of behind six to nothing. Would and then you just see what happens from there. Now, since I haven't been able to listen to you, what what's been happening uh, with our recruiting? I understand uh, we've got some good things happening. Do right. football? Oh, don't. Well, let's. Why not? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's it. All right. Randy, what do you want to share with him? 13 from the portal. And there are four of those from the offensive line. And really, Braun, Joshua Braun, who was the starting right guard, he is scheduled to return. Don't know about Brady Latham, who was the left starting guard. So if both come back, then they're still going to be in competition with, here we go back, to those players coming in from the transfer portal. But uh, Well, how much, money, how much money do we have for those players? That's a great question. We don't have an answer for that. Of course not. But, the, you know, this whole Wild Wild West thing, you know, it is what it is, but we'll figure it out eventually. You think? I, I think I'm not sure about more. that. I think we need some bylaws. Well, I'm sure the NCAA, by way of this new subdivision, would appreciate if you put these together that they would uh, welcome your input because there is no guidelines right now. Well, you tell them to give Wu Pig a call. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that'll work out. I love you guys. I've been missing you. All right, buddy. Thank you, Wu Pig. All right, let's try uh, Ken. Ken, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, how are you? This is Kenton Conway here. and I, Well, I'm, he's got a, a career as a Lou Holtz impersonator, uh, potentially there, old Luke. <laughs> Luke. But anyway, <laughs> I thought it was old Luke calling in for the reunion. But, you know, I, at a fundamental level, I've got to say, if you – okay, the, the the bottom five that you, you mentioned there, Rick uh, – of the SEC and why you don't have hope. I think that's a realistic perspective right now. Um, for a small state like Arkansas, and remember, we couldn't get Leach. We couldn't get Kiffin. We've got to do something unusual. And and by that, I mean we need the foundations, the Waltons. I don't know who it is. If we put together, let's just say, a, a $250 million uh, endowment, in essence, for NIL money, Two and a half percent a year. That gives you, you know, about five hundred, about three hundred, three hundred grand for twenty-two players every single year. I think it's going to be, it's going to take something like that, something where we've got more than your your typical school. We don't, uh, you know, that 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 is in that top ten. Um, we love it. You know, we think it's the, the most amazing place on on earth. But we're in the toughest conference. We're in the toughest part of the conference. And, you know, in order to avoid that year after year, we're going to have to have something that more than the average school can offer. And I don't like it. I don't like this whole money thing. I think it's ruined sports in general. My own interest in the, the semi-pro league, if you want to call it that, it, it, and I used to have season tickets at, at for, in football for years and years. But I'm not as interested anymore. Um because you you can have a three year starter uh, who's uh, all conference leave his fourth year, and I'm not talking about KJ. I'm thinking about the Oklahoma State guy. They just leave and go somewhere else, so there's no loyalty. So I, uh, but I think if we're really serious about wanting to be in the top half, much less the top third or 25 percent, we're going to have to do something unusual because it's a money game these days. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Buzz listeners, for a great 2023. We had a great year because of the support from our loyal Buzz fan base. We could not have done it without you. Chrysler's extended their incentives, and so we're going to keep passing on the savings to you. You'll save up to $13,000 off new Rams this month. Regular cab, quad cab, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive. We got the truck you're looking for, and it's on sale. We're taking 10% off every new Ram heavy-duty in stock, 2023 and 2024 models. And you'll save up to 15% off the all-new Jeep Grand 
Grand Cherokee. Every new Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram is priced to move. We'll do whatever it takes to make you a deal. Save up to $13,000 off new Rams this month. We're taking 10% off every new Ram heavy duty in stock. And you'll save up to 15% off the all-new Jeep Grand Cherokee. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. We also promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Some people are born for more. More fun. More freedom. More excitement. Some people are born and see the future before it's here. They see the GV70 for its sleek design and unmatched handling and performance. They see the G90 for its space, luxury, smooth ride, and unsurpassed technology. What were you born for? The all-new Genesis of Conway. Now open at 1075 Collier Drive in Conway. The future of luxury today. You've heard it here on The Buzz several times. Gary Hill, MSS Oil. There hasn't been an oil man specialist like this since Who Shot JR. Well, we figured out who shot JR, and he wasn't even shot. He was caught at Splash Car Wash getting an oil change, full detail, and wash. All the Ewings were there. JR, Sue Ellen, Bobby, Pam, Miss Ellie. Get your oil changed the next time you're at Splash, and let them know JR, I mean Gary Hill, sent you. Call Gary Hill, MSS Oil, at 501-200-7089. Hogs Meat Market has been a North Little Rock staple since 1963, serving the best meat in Arkansas. Be sure to go to their website for weekly and monthly specials as well as meat packages available. Hog is their family name, and they are so happy folks around Central Arkansas have come to associate it with high-quality products, fair prices, and terrific service. And for the hunters out there, Hogs is a great place to get that deer processed. Check them out online at hogsmeatmarket.com. That is Hogs with two Gs. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. As we wind it down, do you want to make this a reminder that um, we're not sure how far it extends, but there is the forecast of snow coming for central Arkansas. Do you yes. have some kind of update, Damon? I do. We have a winter storm watch beginning uh, Sunday at noon and going all the way through Monday afternoon and evening. And what we're expecting is a swath potentially of five to nine inches somewhere in Arkansas. We do not know five where to that nine in spots. Yes, the general Three. amounts right now are looking to be four to six inches generally across the area. So. What we're telling people now, while we've got an extra day or so in advance, get your preparations done, get your stuff ready, and get where you're going to be for a couple of days because this is going to be a a fine powdery snow, and it's going to last for quite a while because we're going to have super cold air. So uh, be prepared, stay tuned for updates, and do what you got to do to stay safe. My understanding, and I do know at around 3.30, when I was on my way to work today, that Edwards Food Giant, which is kind of at the top of the Cantrell Hill, um, Cantrell, Mississippi, that parking lot was loaded. I mean, every space. Oh, yeah. And they say it's been that way all day long. And probably will be until... Wow. So, as long as you leave the salad bar alone, I'm okay. You know, you can get all that you need to get in all the other places. Just leave the salad bar alone. 
or at least leave some for me. But, um, yeah, it's funny. I opened up the refrigerator earlier today, Rick, and uh, I don't know if Gary did this, knowing the forecast. We saw milk, which we rarely have been drinking milk for the longest. But what is what is the routine? What do we go to the store for? Anticipating bad weather, bread, yeah. and milk. Well, don't you need other things to go along with them? Well, yeah, if you don't drink milk, then you can have milk toast, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. If that's all you have is milk and bread. I thought you, right. you know, okay, don't, don't, how about more eggs? I, I mean, I, I, that'd uh, be good. I'd, I I'd eat go eggs for, every morning. I'd go for soup. And soup. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna be cold. So that that's And in case good. the power goes out, stuff that you don't have to cook. That's true too. Which Hmm. That really ends up being snacks. Definitely. Okay. I started saying I'm trying to think what can you consume that you don't I mean, okay. Salad you don't have to heat up. So No, you don't have to And heat up now we have been talking, Carrie and I have been talking about, I never thought I would say this, a generator. We have a small generator, and when the tornado came through, and we were out electricity-wise for a couple of days, uh, we cranked up the generator. So I was able to watch TV in the den. We how about that? Yeah. And anything else. I mean, it wasn't cold weather, so we didn't have to plug in a you know electrical heater or anything like that. But um, it's going to be cold. That's another thing. Be sure and check on your loved ones, especially the older loved ones. Um, I hope there's not any power outages. I know Entergy's been doing a great job in central Arkansas the last couple of years to try to move as many of the wires that are uh, underneath branches or in branches, whatever it may be. That's not going to mean they got them 100%. It only takes one. So, But I would think with just snow and not ice, not maybe that uh, it would not weigh down these wires to the point that it causes them to break or snap. No, this this type of snow doesn't. It's more of a road thing. Good, good. All right, let's uh, continue on with our um, Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. I'm trying to read two things at once. My bad. Marianne says, Trey and Rick. Well, Trey's not around, so you can only talk to Rick, Marianne. The entire point is, Trey and people like him tell us how much bigger and stronger they are every off-season, how physical they're going to be. We're tired of hearing that every off-season. It's old. Well, the the point is, and and here's Trey does make, to give him credit, he does make this point, we do too, that a lot of SEC teams might be bigger, stronger, and faster. It, it's not just at Arkansas. And he can see a difference because he goes to practice every day. So if he goes to practice every day and sees that there is a difference, they've improved in some areas, well, then it's his job to report it, right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to report it, and he's going to say, you know, hey, they, they do look better in well, this area. Well, they stronger. Sure. But what we don't know is how much stronger is... Alabama, Alabama this year, but how much stronger is Tennessee? How much stronger is Ole Miss? What about Texas? Uh, Texas looks a whole lot different than they looked when they got here in 2021. And here's really the only thing you can hope for. Not to be repetitive, which I frequently am. 2021 and 1954 were the two most unexpected successful seasons in Razorback history. 2021, that's only three years ago. Bobby Petrino is here, and the only thing that you can hope is that with, let's say you do have a quarterback that's decent, 
We do know these receivers with Armstrong, Tesla, there are others. They're going to get open. They may not be open every play, but they are going to get open. And so the question is going to be, uh, and do you have a quarterback that can get it to them? And if that's the case, and if the defense improves as much next year as they did this year, going from near the bottom of the SEC and near the bottom of America to kind of in the middle, okay, so now you got to stay, take a step up. And let's say you go from 55th or 60th or whatever they finished to um, 30 or 28. And the offense is significantly better because you've got an, an offensive coordinator and it all works. Then you may have an unexpectedly successful season, even if the rest of the league is pretty good. Now, does that mean you're going to beat the elites? Probably not. But could you beat some teams that uh, are really good and maybe they're in the preseason were picked better than you? Yes. And that's what that's all you can hope for. That is all you can hope for. What else do you say? Hey, it's going to be a lousy year before it even starts? I think that would not be a good thing to do. Well, this is kind of in line then with what Eric is asking. Eric says, ask Rick, if we're not much better, how many wins does Pittman need to keep his job? I don't know that, and um, I really don't know that. I don't know that anybody does. You know, there were those thinking at the end of last year that he was very fortunate to keep it, and he wants to continue coaching. So I don't know the answer to that. I, I would think this this is, and you know, I'm not Hunter Yurichek. I don't make these decisions, and I'm not his advisory committee. Uh, I like Sam Pittman. I hope he's here for quite a while. But you would have to think that with the SEC probably going to get nine or ten bowls next year, and there are 16 teams in the league, but you would have to think that they'd need to at least want to get to a bowl game. What do you think? Absolutely. I think at minimum... Better be a two-game improvement, which means six and six, which would not be satisfied or satisfactory to most fans. I'm just saying the eyes of Hunter Yurchak. Well, they took him to a bowl. That's improvement. That buys him one more year. It means he's got to improve upon six wins. Um, but that's just one thought. Uh, Marianne says Kentucky has won nine and ten games recently. Just signed a five-star quarterback. L O L. We are light years behind Kentucky. Yeah, it's been a couple years since that happened. Yeah, I mean, he's done a great job. That's right. But the last couple years have been seven, and now their fans are getting a little restless, too. All right, we are restless. That means we're going home. For Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, Buzz Animal Cruelty. Spay and new to your pet. Have a great weekend. So long, everybody. This is Larry Culpepper, the inventor of the college football playoff. When I'm in Arkansas, I always listen to 1037 The Buzz. Ice cold, Dr. Pepper, hip! It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with the 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with